guys. Welcome back. You are listening to K-Drama in Room 343. I'm your host, C. Choi, aka Christina. And today is the last episode of this drama. Yes! Hallelujah! Episode 20! We are here. We are here in one piece with with whatever pieces of my mind that is left together. <laughs> but we are here. We did it. You did it. Congrats. Let's talk about episode 20 and forget about it all. <laughs> all right, episode 20. So we left off with Sam and Sonu. Like they had their swords to each other's neck. And Sonu tells him that he has killed him over and over, like countless times in his mind, um, because he is the one that killed his one and only friend. And Sonu is like, I can never forgive you. Sonu is then like, I couldn't kill you though, even when I knew that you were the king, because I wanted to believe that you weren't the king. Sam is all teary, like he then throws down his sword. Sam then tells him that if it will end with me dying, then go ahead, kill me. Then Sam is like, do you really think that it will end if I die? How many more will you kill before it will all end? Because um, someone will fill that seat and he's going to do the same thing again. Then who are you going to kill? Sam then tells Honu that he wants to change Shilla with him. He then tells Honu what he dreams Shilla would become. He wants to expand Shilla and unify the three kingdoms. Which apparently, okay, side note, um, King Jinheng actually achieves in unite, uniting or like expanding Shilla. So at, under his rule, Shilla does become the best nation out of the three. They get bigger. I'm pretty sure they like absorb Pekje or something like that. I'm not, don't quote me on that. But my dad had told me that under his rule, um, Shilla became like the most powerful nation. So anyways, Sam then tells Sonu to slay him if it thinks, if he thinks that it will end there. Sonu then like slices, like he like whips his sword and he had sliced the bracelet off of Sam's hand. In doing so, he also slices his arm a little, and then Sam like kind of bleeds. Sonu then tells him that with this, there is no longer any depth between you and me. Sam is like crying and asks if that is the end. Sonu then tells him that their roads are different. Sam is like, so the next time we meet, I guess we're gonna be enemies. Yong Shigong tells his people that he plans to change the king. He says that he will not put a king, but establish an illusion of someone with the sacred bone rank, only in name. So like put a fake one on the throne, like put a decoy one. And he's planning to put Sonu on the throne. Um, but then like he'll just take over. The other councils are worried that the, that the subjects, like the people might see it as a rebellion. But Yong Shigong is like, who cares about them? Sam is sitting on the throne looking at the bracelet that has been cut. He then calls for Pao and then orders him to bring Aro, um, the Wanhua, in the morning. 
Yongshilgong hears the news that Sam took Aro into the palace, and he's upset because he was going to use her to bait Sonu. A guest comes in to see him, and it was the mystery man. Um, he also came with Sonu. The mystery man is like, we have something important to talk about. And Yongshilgong is like, I guess you have decided on obtaining the power. He then kind of provokes Sonu. He's like, I guess you heard that the king had taken Aru. And Sonu is like, I think we need to change the owner of the Shilla. Yongshilgong then replies, What can I do to help? Sonu tells him that there's nothing for him to do because he is going to be with the Hwarangs. So Yongshilgong is like, So what do you want me to do? Sonu tells him to stay where he is but convince the other councils to support him as king. Yongshilgong is thinking to himself, Whatever you do will not change, and the only person benefiting will be me. I will have the Shilla in my hands. The owner of Shilla has never changed. It will be the same because the owner of Shilla is me, the one with power. This is what he's like, you know, thinking to himself. Sam goes to see the queen. He tells her to abdicate, but she is like, before that, you need to marry the princess. Sam is like, is leaving that position really that difficult? Queen kind of gets angry. Um, she's like, who do you see me as? Like, do you see me as someone who covets the throne? Uh, yes. She then tells him that a king must do whatever it takes to protect his throne, even killing friends, and that he needs to be cold-hearted. Sam is like, must the king always kill? The queen is like, Hwarangs believe Sonu to be the king. Do you think that they will follow you? Sam then tells her that he plans on making the Hwarangs his, um, using his own method, and then to get to getting power from that. Sonu goes to OF and then reminds him that a path is made by people first, and that he is no longer going to stay silent. OF is like, so does that mean that you will lead a rebellion? Sonu tells him that Shilla needs a strong king with the will to change the nation. And then he asks for his help. OF is like, um, are you asking me to lead a rebellion? Sonu's like, I will leave the decision up to you. He asks OF to come back to the academy and keep the Hwarangs together. OF then questions him, like, why are you so confident that I will help you? Sonu then replies that it's because he also wants the same thing as he does. Sonu then reminds him that Shila's future depends on it. And then he delivers a note saying that this is basically his goal, like whatever is on that note. So Suho, so he was like being the personal bodyguard for the queen. He watches the maid prepare tea for the queen and notices that she is hiding a small vial. He pretends not to see, but he knows, um, you know, something's up. When the queen is about to drink the tea, he like takes it from her and says that it could be poisoned. She still tries to take it and then he like stops her. He drinks it himself. She tells him that it's not that kind of poison where you see symptoms right away. She's like, it takes years for the symptoms to show. So she knew about it. Dang girl. She apparently knew for a while and then she like coughs up blood. She tells him to keep quiet and he's like, I will call for the medic. But she's like, there's no need. Aro is in her room in the palace, and Sam comes to see her. He's like, I heard you were hurt. Are you okay? Aro's like, yeah, but it would have healed faster if I hadn't come here. Sam is like, 
that's too bad. <laughs> but you're not going to be able to leave this place. I took you as hostage so that your brother cannot threaten my throne. Aro then is like, that's unlike you. Sam is like, well, don't you know that my mother's blood runs through me as well? Maybe you don't really know me. So then the next scene is at the Hwarang Academy. Sam and the princess, they're about to go in and he plans to kind of dominate them and to suppress them. All the Hwarangs are standing in front of them and they're all like pretty surprised to see GD. They look surprised to see him look so like cold as well. Then the assistant teacher orders them to pay their respects to the king. So they all kneel. Sam then says that he is the owner of the Hwarangs and says that while he was one of the Hwarangs, he noticed that they were lazy, unruly, and spoiled brats. Not really a way to dominate them and to earn their trust, but okay, Sam, you do you. So some of the Hwarangs, they look like pissed. I, I would be pissed. Sam then tells them that under the Shilla royal family's control, the Hwarang will be reborn as strong warriors. And then like he's like giving this whole spiel about how he's going to make Hwarang stronger and whatnot. And then Sonu comes to the courtyard. He like faces the king on the opposite side. He yells, Is something different about the king who's standing over there? Sam sees Sonu and Sonu like walks towards him. Sonu's like, it seems like you are pretty weak. Sam then tells Sonu to like pay his respects, like bow down. But Sonu keeps like standing. Sam yells again and Sonu like reluctantly bows his head. Sam then tells them, like the Hwarangs, that there is going to be an abdication ceremony in three days. And the Hwarangs are to be the royal family's bodyguards. But Sonu tells him that the Hwarangs must be free, that the Hwarangs can dream of Shila's future, and that they are free to act and think for themselves. Sam is like, are you standing up to me now? And Sonu replies, I'm saying we will decide whether or not to accept you as the king. Sonu then kind of like questions, do you not have the confidence that you will be accepted? After this whole ordeal, um, the Hwarangs are talking about how there were two kings and how the king might change. Princess goes to see Sonu. He bows and he's just about to leave. But she tells him that Aro is alright and that she's at the Wanhua's place in the palace. And Sonu tells her that he knows and he like thanks her. But also apologizes to her saying that I'm not the man for you. The princess is crying and she's like, you should apologize because I'm a catch. Sonu's like, I'm not the man for you, <laughs> but you're a good person. So meet a man that shares the same feeling for you. And he walks away. Suho tells Sam about the queen and how there's like poison in the tea. Sam is like pretty shaken about it. And he goes to the queen's chamber. She's about to take the tea, but he goes and throws the cup and the pot into the ground. He whips his sword to like the maid's throat and asks if it was Yong Shigong who did this. He then orders Pao to kill her. So like Pao takes the servant out. When they all leave, he like plops down and yells at the queen like, Why did you drink the tea? Like you knew it was poison. Like why? She tells him that she didn't know at first. And when she realized it, she said it was too late. Sam cries, Why didn't you run or do something about it? Then the queen replies, I had to protect you, and I had to protect the throne, so I had to endure this. 
She then tells him not to trust people too easily and to endure whatever it is that comes with being king. He cries, and she's also crying. OF goes back to the academy, um, so he's been reinstated. He had met Sam, and Sam kind of reinstated him. So OF is back to being the master of the Hwarangs. He's so happy. He goes to the lecture hall, and he's like teaching again. And um, he tells the Hwarangs that there is a difficult decision they must make. And OF tells them that through this choice, um, he hopes that there will be a there will be a different Shila that will ultimately be created. And Tanze also became a Hwarang. So sad. OF then encourages them to make their own decision and that once they've made the decision to follow through it until the end. Aro is in the palace and Sam comes to her again. Sam is like, you told me once that I looked like I always wanted to be the king and had thought of being the king all my life. Your heart has never been moved, but I'm constantly thinking of you. So he's like confessing to her again. Aro like changes the subject. She's like, I heard the queen is abdicating today. And Sam's like, yeah, I'm going to be the real king today. Aro looks concerned and Sam's like, are you worried? Aro replies to him saying that the king is a lonely position and yeah, I am worried because you're already like suffering from insomnia. Like you might not be able to sleep well. Sam thanks her for being there, um, like in the background for him. And he's like, the reason why I got this far is because of you and your encouragement. In the throne room, the councils are there and the mystery man comes to stand by the side of Yong Shigong in the front. Like he's near the throne. The Hwarangs also like they're getting ready. Then the queen enters the throne room and she goes to the other side of the throne opposite like the mystery man's side and Yong Shigong's side. Um, and she's like sitting on a fancy chair. Then Sam or Jin Hung enters the room with his like royal clothes and king clothes and fancy things. And the crown is like following him. Like this servant with the crown is following him. Um, he goes to the throne and Hwarangs also come in with Sonu in the lead. Sam goes to the throne and sits. The queen signals for the royal councils to start the ceremony. But then Yong Shilgong orders them to stop. He then goes up to Sam and then yells, Do you really think that you are the owner of the throne? Yong Shigong then says that he wants Sonu, the son of Huigyeonggong, or the mystery man, another sacred bone, as the king. And at that moment, Sonu enters th the throne room with the rest of the Hwarangs following him. The royal councils look surprised. Sonu and Sam, they're like staring at each other. Aro, meanwhile, is in her room, like in the palace, pacing. Suho also goes and stands behind Sonu. Suho then yells, The Hwarangs has selected a king for the future, and that the Hwarangs will pledge their allegiance to the king, to the king who will listen to his people and make Shilla strong. Then all the Hwarangs kneel and bow except for Sonu. Sonu is standing in the front facing Sam, and then Sonu yells that Hwarangs must pledge allegiance to the Lord and Master of Shilla. He then like whips out his sword and then yells, Long live your majesty, King Jinhung. All the Hwarangs chant this. Queen is surprised. Yong Shigong and Mystery Man also look stunned. 
Then Sonu takes his sword into Yong Shigong's throat, and he says that he is a traitor. Yong Shigong is a traitor who planned a rebellion aimed at His Majesty's life, and he says that Yong Shigong needs to be punished along with all of those who had the same thoughts as him. The rest of the royal councils look stunned, and they all like bow down before the king. Panyu looks away, and he looks kind of satisfied. Yong Shigong looks defeated, and he bows his head. The queen looks all happy. Sam flashes back to when they were alone in the throne room, like at the beginning of this episode, when he told him his thoughts to change Shilla. Sam had told him that he will do everything to change Shilla, even though it will be hard. Sonu had said to him then, "If I get rid of all those people who are trying to kill you, then will you be able to change Shilla?" So then this scene was a little bit weird. Um, Sonu then like telepathically talks to Sam. So then the flashback is over, and ba- it's back to the throne room. And then this scene gets a little weird. Um, Sonu telepathically tells Sam, "The throne is now yours, so make the change you dream of and do everything you can." And Sam replies telepathically that he will do his best and that he will not disappoint him. So it's like a BFF telepathic communication thing going on. Anyways, so the abdication ceremony continues, and Jin Heng really becomes the king. He then pledges in front of the Huarangs that he will be a king who will put his nation and his people first. All the Huarangs cheer. OF is in the academy, and he flashes back to when Sonu and Sam said the same thing about what a king should be. So after the ceremony, Mystery Man and Sonu talk, and Sonu apologizes for not telling him sooner. Mystery Man is like. It's all right. I'm still proud of you because you made the decision.、Um, he tells him that his mother would also be proud. Sam then flashes back to all the moments that he had with Sonu and the Huarangs in the academy. The queen comes to see him. She tells him that he came here on his own, and Sam is like, "I will carry the burden as king." The queen asks if he thought that she hated him. And she tries to walk away, but then Sam asks her the same question: "Did you think that I hated you?" He replies that he knew all the things that she did, she has done for Shilla and also for him. And then he promises her that he will also protect Shilla and make Shilla strong. They're both crying. The queen goes to her chambers, but while she is going, she faints. Anjigun comes to examine her, but tells Suho that because Suho was by her side, he tells Suho that she's no different than a corpse. He tries to leave, but the queen grabs his hand, saying that he has something to tell him. Anjigun lets go of her hand and leaves, but Suho stops him. Suho begs him to stay by her side. Then Suho leaves the room and he's crying. The queen looks weak, and Anjigun feels her pulse. She tells him that it would have been better to die at his hands. And asks why he didn't tell her to stop drinking the tea. She's like, "You were worried about me once. I tried to let you go, but I couldn't. No matter how hard I tried, in the end, all I wanted to do was be by your side." Anjigong also cries and says that he tried to hate her and he also tried to kill her, but he said he couldn't do it. The queen apologizes to him and closes her eyes. She then dies. Yeah. Anjigong is crying and he like holds her hand. 
but she's dead. Meanwhile, Aro is still pacing her room. Um, her door is open and Paul enters. She asks him if everything went well and he's like, yes, and delivers a message from Sam. In the message, it explains why Aro had to be locked up in that palace um, because it was to protect her from Yongshigong. It also says that if I see your face again, I won't be able to let you go. So leave now and go to him. He's waiting for you. She runs out of the palace. Sonu is also running. They run to each other. They meet. They hug. Sonu's like, Now I really won't leave you. I promise. I'll never leave you alone. And then he kisses her. Yeah. Happy ending. Happy ending. Well, not for the queen, but happy ending. So it's like a few months later and Aro is at the Daiso store and she is giving another briefing to the assistant teacher and she apparently paid all her debts to Daiso. There's like a little boy in the balcony and Daiso is like, it's the legendary woman who received the love of two men from the sacred bone, but says that her circumstances are the same as before. What are you talking about? Because... Aro was like, ex- like complaining to Daiso. And that boy who was watching, he's the son that Daiso ex- uh, like adopted. Aro was complaining that like um, she's so bored and that like she, she hasn't been on a date in a while. And Daiso's like, stop complaining. <laughs> Meanwhile, Panyu and Suyeon, they are hiding their relationship from their parents. Um, Panyu is like, I think we should just, you know, tell our parents. But Suyeon's like, well, after what happened to your father, Yong Shigong, um, you're left without any connections and you have no money. And basically your family is ruined. So it's natural that my father, you know, doesn't like you. But Suyeon's like, it's okay though. I still love you. And they hug and they're about to kiss. But then their dad comes in. Suyeon's dad. Suyeon's dad comes in. Yeah. Sam and Sonu, they're talking about how Baekje is threatening to attack them. So they're in the throne room and um, Sonu is like giving him this report. They look all serious for a moment. And then Sam breaks the ice saying, we only see each other when something like this happens. And Sonu like kind of breaks as well. He's like, you know, if I got, if I come here, they're going to start rumors again, saying that there's two sacred bones or whatever. And Sam is like, if you were going to act like all cool and aloof why didn't you become the king and sonu is like jokingly well actually that throne looks pretty nice and they're just like joking around apparently it's been about six months since he came back from a mission um sam is like have you met up with Aro yet and sonu's like uh not yet Aro is at home in the patio she's all frustrated um she's like man i haven't seen this guy in six months like he tells me that he's never gonna leave and he leaves for six months what the heck? Then Sonu comes to surprise her and he's like hugging her. He's like, I've missed you. How were you? I'm here now. And Aro's like, I don't know who you are. My memory is pretty bad. It's been too long. But she's like smiling. Um, Sonu's like, you look so beautiful. And yeah, Aro's not mad anymore. Then Sonu proposes. Um, she says yes. And they kiss. And then there's like this Huarang montage as they accompany Jin Hung on horseback. Yeah, they just show like random footages of them riding together. It 
into the forest and whatnot. And that's how this episode ends. Hallelujah, it's over. It's finally over. No more warangs. No more warangs. Yes. So happy ending for Sonu and Aro. Happy ending for Suyeon and Panyu. Um, some, I guess, a little bit of happy ending for uh, Jintung because he became king. Um, we don't know what happened to Tansei. We don't know what happened to Pao. We don't know what happened to Anjigong. Not so happy for the queen because she died. Uh, we don't know what happened to... I think Yongshigong actually did get killed. I don't know. They didn't mention it, but I'm assuming um, because, you know, Suyeon kind of mentioned that, like, since your father became like that, I'm assuming that he died. And yeah, like there was... I did feel like the ending was a little bit too rushed. But honestly, like at this point, I do not care as long as it ended. And I feel like that was what... Um, everyone kind of thought making this episode like this drama was going on for too long it's just let's just wrap it up i think it was that so the endings i don't think it was not all endings were met like we don't know what happened to um of why the assistant teacher was getting the briefing instead we don't know why like what happened to Panyu's biological dad like did he die as well we don't know what happened to Tansei we don't know what happened to Tansei's grandfather like Hansong's grandfather like yeah there was a lot of like loose ends but I mean since they are side characters I guess they don't really matter as long as you know the main characters are happy I guess <sighs> cheers to the happy couple Aro and Sonu I hope you guys lived a long life even though you guys are fictional characters, I don't care. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to episode 20. I am so happy. So, 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 so happy that it is over. I really, really hope that I never watched this drama again. It was not a good drama, in my opinion. Um, I think it was good in terms of like you get to see... A little bit of the historical background of the Shila and how the Huarangs were made, like what the Huarangs meant to the nation. It was good in that sense to learn more about, you know, the Korean history a little bit, even though it is fictional, it is based on um, history. So, yeah. Uh, would I recommend this drama to people? It depends. Like, if you want to see V, yes. But also, I'm pretty sure on YouTube, there's like clips of just his scenes alone. I think you can just watch that and honestly <laughs> not watch the drama. But if you want the full experience, of course, yeah, go ahead and watch the drama. But, you know, it's a long one and it's not necessarily a good one. There were some like the princesses acting like, ah, man, like the, it was it was it was not good. Like, I liked her voice. Like, it's not very usual for Korean um, female actors to have, like, a very, very deep husky voice. But she had that, and it, it was, like, unique. But, I don't know, her acting seemed a little bit too unnatural. Um, Aro, like, Kuara, she's a good actress, so she, that was fine. But, yeah, I don't know. 
And if you want to see like Chinese Minho and Park Sojun and Park Hyung-sik, like, yeah, by all means, watch the drama. But don't say I didn't warn you. It gets rough. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Um, so the next episode is going to be the bloopers episode as per usual with our podcast series. And yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to finally put Huarang behind us. Thank you guys so much for listening. You did it. Like, congratulations. I'm so proud of you for making it through the end if you are here. Um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. As always, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at KDrama in Room 343. And please leave a five star rating on Apple Podcast. Um, and also don't forget to subscribe to wherever you are listening to our podcast. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.